Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Kobe, 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 Kobe. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm Yola Gazo, and I'm joined by McKay Westbrook and Joseph Constantino. Uh, before we start, uh, we want to uh, make sure you uh, subscribe, subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we have we had exciting news come out this week that our podcast is now on Apple Podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, we ask that uh, you give us a five star rating, um, help us con- to help us continue what we're doing. We'd appreciate it very much. Um, but uh, in our first segment, we wanted to quickly. Um, talk about the Kobe and Gigi Memorial and then up ahead we'll dive into the most recent games uh, then talk about the acquisition of Markeith Morris and and then finish it out by previewing the upcoming few games for you all uh, but for the um, for this segment Kobe and Gigi uh, McKay and, and Joseph what were your thoughts on that uh, on Sunday um, it- it was an incredibly uh, – I, I think it was Monday, actually. but Oh, it was Monday. You're um, right. Sorry. Yeah. It, it was an incredibly touching and well-done um, memorial for him and for Gigi. I thought um, Vanessa's words were incredible. It, you could tell it took a lot of strength, and um, mm-hmm. it was very hard – for her to go up there and say all the things that, that she did. You know, I can't imagine how it must feel to lose both a, a father and a daughter, but I think she, um, she said exactly what I was thinking too. One couldn't be without the other. And so they had to go together. Um, so that I, I thought that was beautiful. I think, um, I really like both Shaq and Michael Jordan's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Their, their speeches and um, especially uh, Rob Polinka's. I, I thought mm-hmm. Rob Polinka gave a great uh, speech that kind of gave us a little peek into what his uh, relationship last- was really like with Kobe. Yeah. Up until the, the very last moments and mm-hmm. even, um, you know, seeing how Kobe's mama mentality leaked it over into his normal life where uh, Kobe wanted to beat Robin in tennis. So he got a professional <laughs> trainer and, was, you know, it's so classic funny. Kobe. Yep, yeah. Classic. So I, <laughs> I, I thought it was extremely well done. It was uh, a great farewell to Kobe. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and I agree. I think, um, the, I think the best part of me th- about this was the the celebrities really that was there. They really didn't make it um, about them. Um, they really had a focus on Kobe and his legacy and Gigi and and, and the family. And I, I really appreciated that. And I think um, some of the forums and I think some even the posts on Instagram and on Facebook were asking things like, "Oh, where was LeBron? Why was LeBron wasn't there?" I know. First of all, Le- LeBron was there. There's a lot of people there. Um, they just didn't want to be the focus or the focal point of, right. of the whole memorial. This is about Kobe. This is about 
uh, morning with the family. And um, I, I, I love that Vanessa kind of, as the things that she was talking about um, with that same quote, I think with um, God knew that Gigi and Kobe couldn't be away uh, or separated. Um, so it took them both together. And later on, she mentioned that, um, you know, Kobe's got Gigi and Vanessa's got the rest of the family and she'll take care of them as well. So I think mm-hmm. she's, she's still mourning, obviously. And I think there's going to be a lot of time till that. I mean, she might mourn the rest of her life. This has been a pretty vital part of, um, of, of their life, but, um, I think she's, she's showing signs of wanting to move forward and wanting to make sure that everyone knows that she's okay and she'll take care of the rest of the family. So I, I really appreciated that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, uh, Vanessa didn't have to, to give this public memorial mm-hmm. for Kobe and, and Gigi at all. Um, uh, you know, she didn't really owe us anything and she could have just easily had that private funeral, which they had uh, a couple weeks back and then been done with it because it was just, it, it was too much. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that's her husband, that's her daughter. Um, but she, um, knew what Kobe meant to all of us. And, um, she shared them. Yeah. To us. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful. I mean, Skip say it, said it, Skip Baylor said it, that it was very Kobe-esque you know, of her to do that. Um, And I loved how, you know, all of the speakers, um, it it was a very balanced act on, on insights to to the, into the lives of Kobe and Gigi and who they were Um, really appreciate it. And um, the main takeaway for me at least is that we need to appreciate a little, each other a little more and, uh, and all, and, and that in all aspects of our lives, I think we, uh, do what Kobe did, do those things with mama mentality. Um, But really beautiful service. And, uh, uh, but uh, we are going to uh, awkwardly segue and transition out of this, take a little break and then come back in the second segment. So we'll see you soon. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. In this next segment, we'll, we'll be talking about uh, the most recent games. So we played the Grizzlies, the Celtics, and the Pelicans, and we won them all. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. What, what do you guys think about them? So the Grizzlies, we won 105 to one, or 117 to 105. Celtics, 114 to 112. That was a close game uh, down to the wire. And the Pelicans, uh, 118 to 109. But uh, just give me your thoughts, McCain and Joseph. What would you think of these, these last few games? Uh, go ahead, Joseph. Okay. You go first. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so looking at some statistics here um i think well first of all i'm proud of that we won three in a row i think these were great wins um if, mm-hmm. uh grizzlies I, I i was hoping we would win that uh celtics i think that was probably the better win out of all of those um yeah. it was just by two points so that's uh kind of down to the wire um pelicans i feel like we, we struggled a little bit um there was a bit of back and forth um we, we struggled a bit um but defensively, I think we, we still transitioned from defense to offense pretty well there. 
a couple of fast breaks um, with uh, good transitional points and then um, defensive stops, even with Caruso and, and whatnot, and just seeing a lot of uh, good movement from defense to offense or offense, sorry, defense to offense transition. I, I really enjoyed seeing a lot of that. Um, one sad thing I did kind of just notice um, is Kuzma's three-point percentage throughout the last three games. <laughs> I think he, weigh, he made one three mm. um, out of the three games, and that was against the Celtics. He was one out of five, um, but both with the Pelicans. So the Pelicans, he was 0-3, and, and then Grizzlies, he was 0-4. So um, definitely some things to work on there. Even, even some of our shooters, like, did not do the best um, as far as for the three-point range. So if anything, that's really the main thing I really want us to start doing better on is uh, three-point shooting. So those are, I think, my final thoughts maybe. Maybe something will come up later, but those are kind of my thoughts right now. Uh, yeah, I. so as far as each of those wins go, um, you know, our, our bigs came to play against the Grizzlies and um, – really made it happen. Uh, I, I continue to be really impressed with Avery Bradley and the contribution mm-hmm. that he makes every game. He's, he's a great defender and an efficient scorer. He's, he was one of our best acquisitions, I think, over um, the offseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's just great. Whenever he's given a moment to shine, he goes out there and he kills it. Um, yeah, you know, Kuzma's been doing the same. He he's been doing a whole season long and inconsistent. Uh, didn't shoot too well against against the Grizzlies. Came and uh, shot a little bit better against um, the Celtics, and uh, yeah, and did all right against against the Pelicans. Um, the the Celtics was a great win, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it has me a little bit concerned just because the Celtics were without Kemba Walker that game. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just goes to show the depth of of the Celtics team. Um, you know, they they've got a a lot of weapons, and Jason Tatum is really developing into a force. I think he scored uh, forty points in that game. Uh, so in order for us to to do well against those those bigger teams i think we've got to have you know that that third person that everybody hoped uh kuzma would be this year i don't know if Mm -hmm. that that's going to be him all the time but we need um that you know that x factor we need that person to come in and and give us help especially when Anthony Davis and LeBron James uh, struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the The Pelicans was a fun one, just because yeah. it was kind of cool to see uh, LeBron and LeBron Junior. Yeah, in Zion Williams. <laughs> oh, don't say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey. that's what it seems like. It's um, yeah, Zion's incredible, um, and not just that. Uh, you know, it, it, Zion's being highlighted here now but brandon ingram played a a great game as well yep you know and uh, put up just as good even better stats actually than than zion williamson Mm -hmm. um so i 
I think once they start to get some more experience under their belt and maybe get a few more pieces on that team, they're, you know, in the coming years, they're going to be a force to reckon with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, I, yeah, definitely glad we took these, these last three games, though. Yeah, no, um, I, I'm, I, I'm glad uh, these last three games, AD and, and LeBron have, have showed up, you know, the superstars showed up. Um, let's see. So we had in the Grizzlies game, uh, just uh, offensively speaking, um, the AD had 28 points, LeBron had 32 Celtics game, uh, they, uh, AD had 32, LeBron had 29, and then the Pelicans, uh, LeBron had a career high, or a, um, a season high 40, and AD had 21 points. Um, and I mean, they just balled out, you know. And, and I'm glad that you know they show up when they need to. Uh, but you're right; I think we do need some a third scorer offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it, it sounds like you know who next man up right whoever whoever's on fire that that night usually will be the the uh you know besides lebron and 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 ad that would be the go-to uh in the in the pelican or the the grizzlies game we uh locked down john morant uh pretty well and it was because of uh, i believe just because of ab uh ab bradley um in the celtics I said this on our last pod, but uh, <laughs> uh, Jason Tatum, man, he was killing us. He had 40 plus points. Um, and that's because we don't have a wing defender. Yep. But, but, uh, but someone, some, someone who I did not foresee stepping up into that defensive role was Kuzma. Uh, at the end of uh, um, the third quarter, Kuzma's defense was on fire against uh, Tatum, and he really locked him down. Um, uh, and he did that too on the fourth quarter. And without that defense from Kuzma, we wouldn't have won this game versus the Celtics, I don't think. Um, and of course, Rajan Rondo was also playing um, absurd, absurd, absurdly in, in uh, that Celtics game as well. Um, LeBron was awesome in that fadeaway, that mm-hmm. smoke that he did before he, he did that fadeaway, um, of course, on that Celtics game. Caruso has been great defensively <laughs> he, these last games. He's been a stud. Dude, yeah, absolute he's amazing, stud. He, like, he knocked the soul out of Lonzo. that block was amazing like it's simply amazing uh and then a couple of possessions later he took it to the rim and got an n1 um uh it was that pelicans game Uh, he played 17 minutes he had a plus 20 performance i I just love how he he gives a hundred percent every game exactly it's kobe-esque it's kobe-esque he's he's incredible he's absolutely incredible he's so much fun to watch he brings so much to the game it, it's so funny even though he's not one of the the star players on our team it, in our hearts he's one of the stars because he just brings it all the time and he can be so flashy and mm-hmm. uh, I, I think you're right if Lonzo didn't have <laughs> no psychological mental problems about the game before he he might now after yes, no. <laughs> came in and blocked him. well I was a uh... I don't know if we're ever going to talk about this in the future, but 
a lot of the things I've been reading online um, and similar to some of my thoughts is that um, obviously Lonzo was a great pick for us um, mm-hmm. just as far as for the name, the ball name, you know, like it, it, it seemed like uh, that's what Magic Johnson wanted to do. And um, Lonzo ball, I, I thought was a, a great decision to begin with. But when you, when you look at that same class, I'm pretty sure Tatum was in that same class, right? Yeah, yeah. He's um, third. <laughs> and and how much Tatum is putting down now? I'm like, I I can't believe we skipped out on that, I that know. potential. At the same time, you it's it's a kind sight bias kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, right, right. but it it was definitely fun seeing. Um, it was also very fun to see Hart get dunked on <laughs> by, by by LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, uh, probably uh. <laughs> He, he, he was also hating on us. Some, he was hating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> a lot, uh, a lot of the Lakers players are probably, you know, what well, we we got to give it to him just because there's 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 a bit of hate there, um, but it, it was fun to to see the the competition. So, right, right. Well, um, all right. Well, we're gonna uh, take a quick break and then come back to you in our final segment. So we'll see you soon. <laughs> Shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring our podcast. I recently became a brand ambassador for them. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. They put a 0 to 10 score on each ticket to know if you are getting a good or bad deal. Plus, our listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase if you use our unique code LakersDS. So hop on to SeatGeek.com and use promo code LakersDS. Again, that's L-A-K-E-R-S-D-S to get $20 off your first purchase. Welcome back again to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. In our final segment, we uh, want to talk about the acquisition of Markeith Morris, uh, brother of Marcus Morris, and, and discuss uh, whether we'll be making other roster moves. And then we'll finish it out by previewing the next few games. So on signing Markeith Morris, um, we signed him using the... 1.75 million disabled uh million dollar disabled players exception that we received from DeMarcus Cousins being injured earlier in the um the year or in the preseason and we had applied for that and granted and as as part of that signing Boogie of course was uh assigned as part of the signing of Marquise Morris Boogie was waived um, but I guess according to some reports, Boogie's going to be remaining with the Lakers. He can't. He can practice and continue rehabbing, but he, he's not allowed to sit on the bench while we're playing or fly with the team. Um, I, hope, I think the Lakers are hoping to, to, to sign him in the summer. But uh, with the signing of Markeith Morris, what are your thoughts on on him and what he, he could bring to the Lakers? We've already seen him play to, um, against the Pelicans, but what do you guys think? Um, I, I, I mean, him and his brother, uh, it, it's kind of funny because I've never really been a fan of the Morris brothers. It, it seems oh, like yeah. everybody <laughs> who I'm not a fan of always ends up coming over to the Lakers. So like LeBron, uh, I, yeah, right. I, I was never a fan of LeBron or Rondo or, you know, so I, I think, uh, they, they come over to the Lakers. To you should, uh, you should uh, stop being a like fan them. of, uh. Stop being a fan of uh, what's uh, Giannis. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, <laughs> yep. May may the NBA gods hear me. I I hate I hate Giannis. I hate. <laughs> um, 
No, but I I do recognize though um, that the Morris brothers are great ball players. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised to see Markeith get uh, minutes uh, that quickly. Uh-huh. It, I right. mean, it it just speaks to the caliber of player he is, even though he probably hasn't um, been able to mesh with the team at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I foresee him potentially. Uh, kind of being that that role that role player that or that person off the bench that Kuzma was supposed to be um sure sure in in his debut he had more minutes than Kuzma mm-hmm. um so i think it's one of those things where Kuzma better prove himself immediately or he's going to get his minutes in favor of Marquise Morris Actually, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. That was the main point I wanted to talk about because we've been looking looking for like a, a wing defender, kind of like what you pointed out earlier, Yo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think with Morris having the ability to both to play both forward spots, smaller mm-hmm. power forward, um, gives us a lot more wingspan, um, and a lot more ability to play down low, and so not not always relying on the LeBron eighty combo and just giving us that third shooter. Um, now. I just say that from the things I've seen, the things I've read and replays I've watched, as far as for watching a full game of <laughs> uh, Markeef, it's, uh, I, I haven't really kept uh, my eye on him too much. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think too many of us can really say we have just because he hasn't come from really recognizable teams. I mean, the Pistons, he came from the Pistons, but aside from that, um, his his stats are pretty good, and like I said, I think he'll he'll bring a new dynamic to the team. I mean, I feel for Demarcus Cousins just because mm-hmm. he, he he came in the Lakers, didn't get to play, and now is waived. Um, now it doesn't even get to fly with the team, and it just it, it sucks for him right now. But I have heard of some talks that um, he will. They, we are looking at possibilities of keeping him just because he's he's on that route to get healthy, and then just imagining the combinations and the rotations we could have with both cousins and Markeef is, I think that's, I, I would like to see the Lakers at that point, but we'll see. Yeah, no, I think, I, I don't know. I'm just guessing here. I'm speculating here, but I'm sure that there was some agreement between Rob Palinka and, and Boogie's camp um, about that. And, Cause they had t- talked um, a couple of days before he was waived that this what they were going to do. They were going to sign Markeith. But I think in my, in my opinion, um, swapping out, um, unfortunately, unhealth, a unhealthy boogie for a, uh, for Markeith without giving up any assets like the Clippers did for his brother, Marcus, um, is like savvy GMing from Rob Polinka, you know? Um, he didn't, we didn't have to give up any class uh, uh, assets like the Clippers. And um, this move doesn't address our point guard playmaking issue when LeBron sits. Um, it, it might address our uh, wing defense. Um, Markeith, uh, from what I've read, is uh, just an average NBA defender. He's not a stellar one, but he's a big defender. And it, big bodies help you know, and defending. Um, I've heard also that maybe this might get Kuz to play a little bit more of three. Right now he's playing more four sometimes. And, and so um, this might help Kuz 
you know, up his game a little bit more. Um, now that Marquise can be on that four spot and defend at the four instead of Kuz, who really can't because he's he's just athletic or you know his, his body type can't guard those bigger four uh, uh, players. Um, I think that this was a good one. I think this was a good uh, acquisition. Like you said, unfortunate for Boogie, but um, what do you guys, do you guys think that we're going to sign another player? It sounds like Dion Waiters is going to be meeting with the Lakers on March 2nd um, and they're mulling it over. I know that Waiters was once uh, repped when by Polinka when Polinka was an agent um it's also noteworthy that march 1st is the last date that a team can cut a player so that player could be eligible for uh, a, a a playoff team or can be signed by a, a team that's going to the playoffs and be able to play if that makes sense mm-hmm. um so maybe they're just waiting until march 2nd to see if there's anyone else available in the market uh, or that that would be bought out uh before committing on dion waiters but yeah. do you guys think that we're gonna sign anyone? Dion Waiters, J.R. Smith. <laughs> uh, I I'm feeling pretty doubtful on J.R. Smith. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, All right. His yeah. uh, his sins still haven't been forgiven him. So, um, <laughs> uh, it's one of those things that you got to kind of feel it out. And if he has a good workout with you and you just got to kind of gauge where Dion waiters is at, you know, if he's willing to accept, you know, the maybe even third string goal, you know, if he's fine with sitting the bench and just riding it and being played when we need him, um, maybe cut Dudley and bring him on. But uh, he, it's one of those things where I don't feel it's necessarily um pressing to make room for him in our roster right now um so i don't know i think it could go either way mm-hmm. yeah i i don't think he's a priority in my mind like it's one smith. of those yeah right. well yeah jr smith is not a priority uh, or even i don't even think beyond waiters is a priority either in my mind just because um the closer we get to playoffs the riskier it gets um obviously high risk high reward but um there's still it's still a risk, right? Mm-hmm. Just because right, 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 right. um, we don't know how they're gonna mesh with the team. I think with Markeith coming in, this is a pretty good time to kind of test the waters and make sure he he's a good part of the rotations and um, he can he can effectively run with the team and and transition well with the team. But as as we get closer to playoffs, I don't think um, it's worth it for us. Right. Right. Well, uh, well, I guess we'll see what what happens uh, with you know, might some might something might happen before March second, but we'll see if anything does happen. Maybe this is just a courtesy thing for Dion since Palinka repped him, so you know we'll just have a courtesy talk with you on the second. We'll see, but um, who knows? Uh, but moving on to a next topic, we're gonna kind of segue to this the. Next few games, we're going to do some game previews here. We play the Warriors, and by the time that you this is released, um, um, it might be tonight. So, um, so we, we're playing the Warriors, and then the Grizzlies again. 
the Pelicans again, and then we go against the 76ers uh, before uh, before um, 76ers really starts a sort of a tough um, tough stretch where we're going against title contender teams like the Bucks and the Clippers. But uh, with these four games, Warriors, Grizzlies, Pelicans, what do you uh, what do you expect uh, Lakers doing here? Um, I, we better win against the Warriors, but I think we were talking about earlier, uh, Curry is back and LeBron's out, right? Yes. Curry, Curry won't be back this game though. Oh, Curry. Right. Okay. That's right. Okay. So I, I, I'm hoping we still win that, but mm-hmm. as far as for Grizzlies and Pelicans, I think we should be okay there. Um, and honestly, the only thing I, I think 76ers, we should win as well, but, mm-hmm. um, with the 76ers, I just I think from the games tonight. Oh, did they play it tonight? Um, yeah, the 76ers played the Cavs today tonight, and uh, mm-hmm. I think Embiid had to walk out with a shoulder injury. Right, and got Simmons, yes, yeah, Simmons also mm-hmm. is out currently, so they might be playing the 76ers without Simmons and Embiid. Right, um, and right. so I'm hoping these next three, since we also beat, we already beat the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Um, I'm hoping we get the 76ers on that as well. So I'm, I'm hoping this will be a 4-0 week, but if there's anything I'm worried about, um, uh, Morant, I mean, he could he could turn it up. He's been playing good at their home court, and uh, it, that's probably the only loss I can foresee happening in these next few games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do hope we, we get all four. Yeah, I, um, the, the main thing that worries me is um, with, with LeBron – having a sore groin if if we're going to err on the side of caution and I and sit him for a few games I I think that would probably be the best course of action make sure that he's mm-hmm. absolutely 100% before letting him get back on the court uh we're at the point in a point in the season where we can't have him get hurt you know we're getting too close to playoff time if you've got to sit him uh-huh. for a few games especially against um, some of these, you know, they hate to say it, lower class teams. Say it, it, okay. Say it loud yeah. and proud, man. <laughs> that was us last year. <laughs> no, I mean, the the Warriors are are still not a great uh team right now. Uh, Draymond sat the last couple of games, um, right. and Curry's not back yet. Once him and Draymond are back in the mix with Andrew Wiggins. Uh, that could turn right. them around and I, I foresee them um having a winning record the rest of the season so for the last 30 games or so that they'll they'll have a, a winning record with curry back in the lineup um but i think we'll we'll be able to take them um grizzlies should be uh i i hope repeat performance of of what we just saw and uh, we'll see how the Pelicans do if um, you know, I think they kind of play with a chip on their shoulder because they have so mm-hmm. many of uh, our, our old players, players, you know, so many players that, that got traded over in the AD deal. And I think they want to kind of get back at that. You know, they, they say there's no animosity there, but I think, <laughs> uh, I think there's absolutely some, um so and we'll see zion might want to you know come in and try and prove his dominance after he had to 
kind of take a little humble pill against LeBron and LeBron. AD, real big dogs are. Yeah. Um, uh, well, everything's starting to come down to injuries. It's that time of the season. Uh, so we'll see where that goes as far as with the six. I, I think they're still having some problems as far as chemistry goes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely all beatable teams. Right. No, I think, I think you're right. They, they are definitely all beatable teams. Um, but it's kind of a balance, you know, it's a balancing act right now. We, we like LeBron is, has this uh, groin soreness um, and we'll see where that uh, leads if he's going to sit out a few games, but you know, um, we also want to make sure that we're at the top of the West uh, so that it, it's easier for us in the first, at least in the, in the, in the first, uh, the first round uh, to go against, you know, the Grizzlies who are the currently in the number eight spot or uh, the, that eighth seed. But uh, so we'll see. I mean, we'll, um, we'll see what happens. I, I, foresee, at least for these four games, I foresee that we're going to win. Even if, if LeBron is out, AD is still out there. AD has been banged up a little bit. These past three games uh, got me a little scared. Uh, I thought he might be injured a few times. He walked out into the locker room in two of those games. So hopefully he can hold up. Um, he's been resilient. He's uh, been Kobe-esque at that uh, um, it, with those injuries and, and trying to fight through it. But uh, um, as far as this game goes, I think they are all beatable. We just have to play our game and, 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 and do what we need to. Uh, we need more Alex Caruso. So we need. Yep. Truth. Absolutely. but uh all right well that does it for today uh thanks for sticking around and listening please continue to support us by listening to our weekly pod subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and uh please leave us leave us a good review on apple Podcasts. um but uh until then till next time root for the lakers and we'll see you soon Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.